AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel, and welcome to Bar Talk. This is Suze and you're listening to Bar Talk.
Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, is anybody there? Hello. Oh, my God, he's alive. Oh, oh. Mama, get the olive oil and the, and the garlic. <laughs> There's an Italian in the house. Turch. I don't, I don't know. This is really racist all of a sudden. Isn't it? This, <laughs> hey. this is not the discussion we had before we started the show. <laughs> this show is the equivalent of the ball. You know what? If Hank Azaria can get cancelled... <laughs> Oh, I'm going to cancel you for these racial epithets. What can I say? <laughs> you forgot one. Now, I know Pern doesn't exactly sound like a, uh, an Italian name, but I assure you my mum's side of the family is very upset right now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the- okay then. That's okay then. Well, if you've got some Italian in you, you can make the jokes. Dan, it's so good to be back here on the show with you. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is blast having you uh, back in for a bit of a one-on-one sort of solo well, no, no interview this week, actually. Just uh, just us having a chit-chat and re- reviewing, or well, not reviewing, but chatting about some great music and, and shit-talking in between. It's always good fun. It's always good fun. Because last time we were together, we were actually in a room together. You were in my room right here, this lovely yes. recording space that I have, recording my show, the We Only Do One Take podcast. And you know what? I can't even remember what we talked about because it feels about 300 lockdowns ago. <laughs> Uh, but we're, we're, take a couple we're safe. <laughs> yeah, but we're safely locked down in our own houses here, doing the doing uh, bar talk again, which is always exciting. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think old Daddy Dandrews uh, saw how badly I got on the town the weekend before we went into the six lockdown and said, "Right, that's it. He's not allowed till Nove- out till November now." <laughs> that's that's it. Penis. You can't drink can't drink uh, alcohol without a mask on anymore, can't take pictures of sunrises, and you definitely, definitely can't exercise for more than two hours. I know you can't physically, but that's beside the point. <laughs> oh, welcome, Turch. It's, it's so much fun having you back. And welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Bar Talk, this time Chit Chat Volume 2. So, as I said before, sans interview, no, no interview where we're doing it El Solo this week, but we've got 12 phenomenal artists 12 phenomenal tracks to just chat about and play. Um, we're here coming off some absolutely brilliant stuff. Who shot Scott? I don't know, but it wasn't me uh, with their song really like that. And before that, Lady Hawk uh, eyeing you off with a beautiful song, Think About You, to start us off. Oh, um, yeah. Egg. You left me. You let you messaged me, and I've never had so much homework for, to come onto a podcast. You gave me a big list of songs, and I I got through them all. Obviously, all fun, always exciting to hear some new Australian music. And very quickly, killing it. Very quickly, might I add, he got through them very quickly. Got back yes. to me within about two oh, hours, and I go, "Wow, that playlist was an hour and a half." True. <laughs> it was, yeah. I lift everything at 1.5 speed and hope for the best. Hope it doesn't chipmunk out on me. But I did. It was always good to listen to some new stuff. And Lady Hawk, always a classic Australian artist. I, she's getting the, that classic status, I think. She's pretty well known now, like, almost like a household name. So it's good to see that she's still sending the songs in here to, to give us a first listen to as well. That's right. And I keep I keep forgetting that she is Australian, isn't he? I, I, I say this because this mm. song was sent in by the awesome guys at Nick Knack across the ditch. Um, but mm. I believe, no, Lady Hawk is, where is she from? I forget where she's from, Turch. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can only remember so much. I can only remember so much. I, I can't I can't remember much either. Um, but no, but she's- um, been, All I remember- Been up to heat of stuff. I've been- 
I, well, all I know is she's been grooving on the bass guitar on this track here. It was a mm. super killer bass track on that sort of thing. And road vibes, like road keys. Yes. Oh, I love that sound. I uh, heard that <laughs> chord progression. That's sort of like, oh, dun, dun, dun. And then as you heard in the song, it goes down again, dun, dun, dun. And I thought, this is cool. I like it. This song is actually the third single off her fourth album, Time Flies, which is out on October 8th, uh, which I'm sure for those of you who are fans know all about. She's um, <laughs> been... Oh, She's been dealing with a lot of great female artists all around the world, including uh, the Aussie artist Woods, who we've played before on this mm-hmm. show. Um, she's collaborated with people such as Broods, getting so much love from around the place. And no, she is from New Zealand because her tour starts on October oh. 14 in Wellington, Church. Don't, well, that's if, don't that's you forget if she about can get it. to the country over there. <laughs> well, they're in lockdown <laughs> that, at the moment. They're on lockdown at the moment so, as well. I, I, poor New Zealanders. They get two K. Sydney sends them two people and suddenly the whole country <laughs> locks down. I made this comment before, but I, I feel like Sydney's giving us the old whack-a-mole treatment right now. They, they infect one area, they stamp it out, then they infect somewhere else and you stamp it out. Um, but, yeah, if, if you're oh. in New Zealand in October and you're not locked down, um, go and get some tickets. <laughs> They're probably still available. I've no, she's been sold out because she's so great. You reckon? Absolutely. You, reckon? you know who else is great? You know who else is great? Who yes. Shot Scott? Fantastic. Another fantastic song. I, all I could think of for some reason was Kanye West, like early Kanye West vibes. Yeah. Actually, good good point. I was trying to think of what I was feeling about it, but I just love, I just, it's just balls to the, that balls to the wall flow that, yes, you're right, mm. Kendrick Lamar is probably known for quite well. Um, but, yeah, who's, Who Shot Scott is uh, the alter ego of Zaydun Nasir, who I believe is not originally from Australia or New Zealand. Um, I was reading through this before. I'm so glad someone does the research yeah. on this show. <laughs> oh, I did bugger all. Um, they Shit, where was he from? This guy's from, he's from Iraq, actually, originally. Ow. Moved to, moved to Moscow for a while. Um, and then now he's in New Zealand. So we've got a Kiwi yeah. double shot right now. How good was that oh. to start? Oh, we'll get them out of the way first and then, then show the Australian artists later on. That's that's how we do it around here. <laughs> gotta do our <laughs> gotta pay our dues. We love that's we love right. it when the New Zealanders yeah. listen in. They they always get far too excited. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> it's like when uh, Kieran always says on our show we get an American listeners and then he calls them stupid. I'm like, God damn it, that's not that's not how you keep <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Same premise. You guys are subtly nicer here, which oh. is always good. You actually play their music and appreciate them. <laughs> well, you know, it's like an extra five million people to draw on, so we get tired of our own shit. True, and we can just pick up the their slack. That's very true. It's always good to have them on the show. But killer tracks always to start off the show. Exactly, exactly. And that song, oh. courtesy of Call and Response, um, Who Shot Scott is going to be coming out with some great stuff, I'm sure, in the coming months. He's got a video out for it now, so go and check it out. Really like that is the name of the track. If you forgot, you've got a goldfish memory, Turch, like I know you do. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. What, <laughs> I'm so excited. So much this week. We had so many different styles of music, and you were mentioning this to me before in the chat. Just a yeah. great mix of styles this week, and the next two songs- uh- I'm, uh, next two songs are different styles again altogether. Like absolutely, it it just keeps it's so good. Like this is what I love about coming on this show. Yes, there's a lot of homework. It's lo- very involved, very intense. Where I have to uh, avoid doing my work for uh, two hours and listen to songs and write notes. But <laughs> you work so for the government. Cool You're not listen- doing that work. You're not doing any work anyway. <laughs> 
It's true. But you're telling me about like how point, expensive you know? COVID tests were before. And I wonder they fuck it's so expensive. <laughs> you're sitting on your ass doing fuck all. So that's well, the that's the know. that's my uh and I know you'll appreciate this. That's my libertarian <laughs> rant for the uh evening. Oh, don't give me some of my libertarian rants, buddy boy. <laughs> As a true center. <laughs> we've got we've got we've got more than one episode of our show where I just go off on nothing. <laughs> As as a true centrist, though, to uh, balance things out later in the show, I'll be giving a uh, giving a, a badly badly you know worded rant about how capitalism is going to kill us all. Um, oh yeah, that aside, that's <laughs> tell, fine. That's tell me fine. about tell me about the next song that's coming up uh, because this was one that we both both liked. Yeah, this is uh, by King Stingray, and I'm hoping that I'm saying this right. Milkumana. I think that's how it's pronounced. Something like that. I, it's just perfect, my, perfect. Which I've considered my catchphrase I, for this show because we don't know how to pronounce shit. <laughs> no, that's right. But absolutely love this song when I heard it come on. I think I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure that I was saying. Is, are they are they um, singing like Aboriginal, like a, a sect of Aboriginal yes. dialect or something like that, like a Native Australian? Yes. I for those of you that are words that um. More in tune with, <laughs> got more of a knowledgeable base surrounding uh, the different First Nations of Australia. They are from Arnhem Land. Uh, they are they are a Yolnu uh, band. There you go. But how fucking funky was that guitar like, lick? The, the the pure disco, you know, pure disco seventies disco uh, vibes, and then it's just pure joy. The whole song mm. is just pure joy, and that that's. I could listen, I li- I've listened to it about four or five times already, despite the fact that, you know, I had 20-something <laughs> other songs to listen to. But the, the coolest part is the late chorus switch up. Yes. They do something, like, they change up right at the end. It's like, bam, it hits you in the face. You know, like, like you know, like, Uptown Funk right at the end, they have that big, massive ending chorus. This is the same sort of principle, and they do it just as well, in my opinion. I feel like these guys have done their research into what makes a good funk song, because mm-hmm. these bloody... Reverb stained indie artist, <laughs> whom we play <laughs> quite a bit of on this show. Um, <laughs> it's, they don't know how to chicken scratch, and they don't know the uh, they don't know the they don't know the un- they don't understand the power. That uh, I, was, I was about to call you Vass. I was about to call you one of my other co-hosts, uh, Turch. I was about to call uh, you a Greek. For years. <laughs> well, Vass is Greek. Don't hold True. that against him. <laughs> well, you know. You, you know you what they wogs, say about the Greeks. You wogs, <laughs> you all look the same. You fucking Greeks. True. You Italians. Fucking Sicilian. And fucking mafia bullshit, bro. Go and get my concrete and done, bro. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no. King Stingray, these guys, we've played them before on the show, Turch. Uh, their yeah. previous single, Get Me Out, which apparently sort of became an accidental lockdown anthem. Uh, with a title like that, I don't know how, but are fast becoming one of Australia's most loved bands. They've recently signed to the label Cooking Vinyl, which is, I think, a great nice. name. Um, and again, got a video out for the song too, which Gareth lovingly shared to the page the other day. So go and give it a watch. You've got no excuse, people. Um, Gareth's been do- busy doing these little posts in lockdown because he can't get to the mechanic. He can't get to Woolies. He can't. <laughs> He can't get to his um <coughs> his uh, herb dealer, um. So he's he's he busy posting these videos of these awesome. awesome That's bands. great. 
I can't wait because I'm hoping that we can have him on the We Only Do One Take podcast very soon because not that we're sick of you, Dan, but, you know, sometimes variety is the is the spice of life and it'd be good to have him come on the show because apparently he's got a couple of rants stored up oh. and he's ready to let loose and what better way to do it with on our show? <laughs> my, my trick is... The, to get him to buy him a couple of bourbons, like get, you know, yeah. just be a bit liberal with the, uh, be a li- bit liberal with the wild turkey bottle. You know what I mean? Or in his case, that's, his Aldi he, bourbon, which is even better because it's so cheap. He, um, bl- bluegrass right. or whatever he, well, it's called. Always, always quite welcome to come and drink from my liquor cabinet, <laughs> as, as you know, Dan. <laughs> and there's another song we're going to listen to after this, speaking of like a nice whiskey country sort of thing. We're going to S- listen to uh, Son of a Gun by S- Andrew Ferris. Speak of Ferris. Don't tell me you Farris. got- Farris? Don't tell me you got Australian rock royalty wrong. Uh, mispronounced <laughs> Australian rock royalty. I feel like I get a pass. I get a jail-free card, a card for mispronouncing these up-and-coming artists that don't quite have the name yep. <laughs> that, you know, in excess and 50 million albums has behind them. <laughs> but for those of you who are not in the know, Andrew Farris is one of the founding members of in excess, and he's, well, you know, he's doing his solo thing, you know, as, as you do. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool stuff. Like, oh, like it feels like... Uh- a bit Bob Dylan-y, but like with a country sort of feel and a cool guitar twang and violins going. I was digging it. The fiddles were specifically my favourite part. We don't get enough yeah. fiddles, and I we love it. He's just gone full western. I, I love it. You know, these these. I think it was like a. I don't know if it. I couldn't quite get it. I hadn't. I think I got to listen to it a couple more times before I fully get the story. But there's there's some like high stakes episode happening. I think somebody gets locked in the silver mine or. You know, the, out comes the sheriff at some point. I oh, like right at the end, right at the end of, of that song, of I'm, the song here. I'm probably spoiling it. It's the, <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil it too much. I'm not going to spoil the story, but I am going to really note the uh, Leonard Skinner style choir that happened yes. at the end with the female vocals at the end. And it's fantastic. It just lifts the song to the next level. You're absolutely right. And uh, that was the other... Uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot about it. The backing vocals. Mm. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. It's just um, pure class. Pure class. Absolutely. Um, I think we should be, listen to them. In a sec. This is going to be off his debut self-titled album, which is actually now, out now I saw too. So go and give it a spin if, you, if you're into that. Um, thank you, Verasso PR, mm-hmm. for sending that one in. This is another video that Gareth posted to the, uh, to the, the page, and I haven't watched it yet, but it looks like he's keeping with the cowboy theme. Good on him. Good. I'm happy about that. <laughs> so, let's get straight into it. Uh, Turch, tell us the songs we're about Absolutely. to play because I'm sick of talking. Absolutely. We're about, f- first up is going to be Mil- uh, Mil- Milky Manor by King Stingray and then we're going to hear Son of a Gun by Andrew Farris. Right here on Bartol. On. Absolutely. <laughs> Bet you to the mark. God damn it. <laughs> Yo, Namari Bookmark. This is Roy Calloway from King Stingray, and we have a new song out. It's called Milkomana. Milkomana means showing the way, and in the chorus you'll hear us also say Wangangiri. Wangangiri, it means we're all one. We're all in this together. We're like one big family and we've got to look after each other. We've got to support each other. And that's what this song's about. We hope you guys enjoy it, and we can't wait to rock out for you guys wherever it may be in the future. Thank you. (laughs) See ya.
for you You got a message for me My day will come together And sit down by the fire Man, I got no reason to rise I never lose touch What kind of man do you think I am? listening to AMR.
Son of a Gun by Andrew Farris here on Bartok on AMR. And before that was Milkumana by King Stingray. And we're back via Zoom <laughs> doing well, another show here. The StreamYard or whatever this ripoff one is. Well, you say I, it's a ripoff one, it, but it's infinitely better than it, everyone. It, it, that it is used. actually. And look, this is no. <laughs> look, Alice, this is actually transitions very well to what I was about to say. It is better. Then uh, and and this is not a not a endorsement by any means. They're not paying us any money. But no. after the first time we did this, the last time you and Turch, sorry, you Turch, and of course Kieran came onto the show, and we did a good old bar talk three way. Uh, I had nothing but Streamyard ads every time I tried to watch a video on YouTube <laughs> for the next week and a half. And I'm like, oh my wait god, wait a second, fucking cookies. Wait a I second, hate them. Wait, wait a second. Hold on a minute. Are we watching YouTube on your computer? Yes, because the and you, and you don't and you don't use ad blocks or the YouTube here's, ad block. Here's you the thing: can download for free. Here's on, the th- on, YouTube, on on Google Chrome. Oh, oh, oh here's the thing, folks. And actually, this was not going to be a rant I was going to do, but this is going to rant. <laughs> yeah. as 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 you know, and he's very excited because he he knows. Well, as as I know that he knows that I know that he likes rants because on their show. Um, the We Only Do One Take podcast, the only podcast that is a complete shit show. We're spreading the Absolutely. shit onto this show because he, he you do rants <laughs> on that show. And so I'm going to do a rant right now. Fucking Adblock. Adblock is fine. They're cool. I have them on every other site on my computer and they're awesome. They Perfect. block the ads. They're great. YouTube, the sneaky bastards, Google have got some algorithm thing. They actually don't know because I looked up the FAQ about this. I started getting randomly one day these two-minute ads before every YouTube video that you couldn't skip while I had it on Adblock. And then they would keep playing two in a row and you couldn't skip them, two minutes each. And they keep playing and I had to turn it off. And I was like, how the hell do I stop this? So I, I looked in the FAQs on Adblock's website and they, they this thing had been that common that it, they had its own FAQ page. And the answer from Adblock was, we have no idea what's going on. It could be YouTube trying to fuck us around. Uh, it could be a it could be some error in the cookie site that's going on that we haven't discovered yet, or it could be some weird thing that's going on with your with with your internet provider. We have no idea, <laughs> but yeah, their main theory was YouTube was fucking around everyone, which 
It's, I wouldn't be surprised because they've done that recently with a whole bunch of things. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it, well, this is a couple of years ago now. Um, so, look, mm. I don't know if it's any better now. You, As you're saying now, you know, Adblock is now working on YouTube. Maybe I should try it again. You should definitely do it. There's another one called YouTube. I'll send you a link to it. But okay. I love it because I, I, I set up my partner's computer. She's like, she got a new Surface Pro for work and this and I'm like, oh, let me set it up for you. Ooh, make sure Surface it all works. Pro. Oh, let me go and have a latte while I make my, make my banner for my son's birthday. Mmm, Surface Pro. Sorry, keep going. I'm just making my impression it's really of the great. Surface Pro. <laughs> no, no, uh, latte. Well, you know, hi. <laughs> Uh, that's how we do all our shows too. So just letting you, um, <laughs> it's really handy. This is a but surface free zone, guys. <laughs> but was, I was just setting up a laptop for it, and you know, little things like install Chrome, a little bit of this, uh, security software in the back, all that sort of stuff, and then put all the ad blocks on. And <laughs> one day she came up to me and goes, "You know what? My YouTube never has ads." <laughs> I went, "Yeah, because I installed." <laughs> An ad block and a and a this block and she's like oh I didn't even know that so when did you do that like when it is tech illiterate people, IT. Like, people like this at work as well it's like oh you can do that on a computer yeah you can you can do that on a I, I remember one time when I started my career I had a boss come up to me and go Anthony. <laughs> need to see you. I need to see him. Like, what the fuck did I do? You know? And this person came in and she was sitting at her desk and she held a piece of paper in port in portrait mode and it said interviews on it. And I went, Anthony, I want this, but I want it. And she rotates the piece of paper 180 <laughs> degrees to landscape. Because, but I want the piece of paper to like this. And I go, you want to print, you want to print it in, in landscape. And she, this is legit to what she does. She goes, that's what I wanted. That's what it's called. That's what I want. How do I do that in Word? <laughs> I went, oh, man, you get like twice as much cash as I do. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> like, See, you don't teach anyone you know, IT stuff. You just, you've got to be the gatekeeper. You've got to go, yes, I could, sh- look, you could find out how to do it, but it's going to cost you a three-year bachelor's degree and $40,000. Best if I just do it for much. you. <laughs> Pretty much. Installs that blocker, rotates page. (laughs) Rotates page. It's always like, you know, most of my days spent mucking around with Excel spreadsheets and big databases and stuff like that. And So he says, government worker, remember, half the day it's doing fuck all. Sorry. Pretty much. (laughs) But that's what I consider doing Excel because no one else knows how to use the the goddamn piece of software. So when they go, oh, Anthony, can you you do this data analysis? I'm just like, oh, of course. It's going to take me three days. 20 minutes of work done. <laughs> I hope everyone at work listens to this show. Because <laughs> yeah, this work's fun. It's good research. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I was it's pump- fun. I was pumping iron. By pumping iron, you mean like lounging around my bed while I was listening to that awesome track by Andrew Farris that we just played. Oh, that's, that- well, someone's yeah. got to do it. Someone's got to do the heavy lifting. Some- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, Andrew isn't the only one. <laughs> I want to quickly mention too, and uh, this uh, there was no way I was going to segue this. Um, I've got to mention it because the guys are awesome. When you get a chance, guys, make sure you go and listen to uh, Far Q Radio if you haven't already. One of the awesome, awesome shows that you can uh, stream anytime now on AustralianMusiciansRadio.com, courtesy of Grumpy and Skeet up there in Cairns. Uh, no episode this week, but that gives you uh, no excuse to uh, not catch up on all the episodes you've missed. Because uh, there are some great episodes. Those guys have awesome chemistry. Nearly as good as you and Kieran, what I say. And that's that's some 
Not joking either. I don't even know what to say about that because sometimes Kieran and I absolutely hate each other's guts. <laughs> I'm sure Grumpy and Skate just- do too. <laughs> I think we've just been we've just known each other for far too long. It's, it's always it's always great when it's like how long have you known Kieran for a very long time. When did you first meet? We met at a at the university bar here, at the Trobe University bar, and he the first time I saw him, he had uh, four sausages, two in each hand, <laughs> <laughs> quadruple parts. What a he champ, was, mate! He, he was a champ. He was a champ. And two of them were for him, and then there was one for another guy and one for another bloke. And I'm like, that's that's a guy that I want to start a podcast with. It comes to the stage in your life, though, as you know, Dan. Oh, the yeah. older you get, you either have to get really into World War Two, <laughs> or you have to start a podcast. And some blokes combine them both. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, see, I'm a fan of the history podcast, so I get exactly what you mean. <laughs> I haven't gone down that road road yet, but I love my group of Panzerführer. Yes, absolutely, all the way, all it's, the way. You know, there, there is one. Flammenwaffen or the way? Ask me any questions. Ask me any questions yeah. about the white marks tactics at the Battle of the Bulge. I got you covered. You know, I, I feel like I'm also getting older. I, I will be thirty this year. I know very exciting Ooh. times in my life. Uh, but what I'm really appreciating. I'm going to put the story into context. I was, we were, uh, Jess and I were taking our little dog for a walk and the park was there, but the golf course, no one's on the golf courses at the moment. So I was like, Suffolk, let's take a walk on the golf course. And we're walking on the golf course, bit of fun. And Jess goes, I can understand why guys like, like golf. It's really serene and quiet and relaxing. And they go, as long as you're hitting the ball straight, it's the most enjoyable time of your life because you're there with other mates doing banter. Annoying the crap out of each other, playing a sport, <laughs> you're not doing too much exercise, but sometimes you're driving an electric cart. And the the final thing that really caps it off for men our age is just to see a beautifully cut lawn. Oh and yeah, I'm at that stage in my life where I can go fuck that. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's when the turning point comes along in your life. You go, you know what? When I appreciate a lawn. You're entering the next phase of your life. It's time to settle down <laughs> and relax. But, <laughs> but the, 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 the freshly cut lawn, mate, it's, it's just something about it. Now, now I want that, you know. When you're 21, you, you don't want freshly cut lawn. You don't care. Or maybe you want a different type of freshly cut lawn. But now you just wink, want, wink. you know, just want to, you just want to do a bit of your edging. <laughs> you know, you want it nice. Just a bit you of chewing. Yeah, that's it. You know, you've got to plant the seeds, keep the birds away. It's, it's a whole process now. Yeah. And and the beauty is, um, if if a stray boomer comes onto the onto the green and you hit him square in the forehead, that's a dinner. That's it. That's You're it. all good. And by boomer, good I go. mean kangaroo. I hope you weren't thinking old, you know, sixty five year old guy because I don't think they'd taste too tender. <laughs> we can have both. It doesn't. You know, at this point. It's like- you know, it's either COVID's going to get him or a golf ball is. One or the other, we're fine. <laughs> well, call me Hannibal, but uh, I think it's time to chat about a couple of couple of cheeky tracks that we've got coming up. That's awesome. What have we got coming up next? Oh, we've got two. Actually, the second rap song. We've, we've had a, a severe lack of hip-hop lately, and yep. I've been very disappointed because I've been missing it. But it was coming in thick and fast, quite a few hip-hop tracks this, this week mm. uh, that I was looking at. And this next one is, oh, it's great. It's such an Aussie hip-hop track. Uh, Cause and Cause 
uh, Queensland. Speaking of Queensland, these guys are from Queensland as well. Um, Perfect. Got this sing- the song's called, and talk about Aussie legends, the song's called Molly Meldrum. Um, they've yeah. got a video out for yeah. it as well. Uh, and it's just, I mean, I was getting um, massive. Now, I was thinking before, this is like Hilltop Hoods 110%. And would you believe um, that uh, the producers also produced Hilltop Hoods? So, Small same, World. Same similar production. I can absolutely understand that. Cool guitar riff. Lots of Australian references. My favourite is yes. definitely Plucker Duck. Yeah. The Plucker Duck reference. That <laughs> came out of nowhere. Uh, always good. If you want to follow something something stupid on Facebook, I suggest following Plucker Duck. He posts <laughs> once a year, and it's always it's always a joy. Uh, but top song, top but, song. And I said it's always it's always cool to hear Australian. It's always cool to hear Australian rap sort of you know evolve. You know, because it's not really talked about on like you know in America and everything like that. But it is definitely evolving and getting continuing to grow and grow in strengths all the time. But these guys, I'll be keen to hear more of them, actually, because I love this sort of style of style of rap. Um, they got their EP coming out later this year, so keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's really I love this song. It's so tasty, just guitar all the way. A very much, uh, very much, you know, Hilltop Hoods, uh, Cosby Sweater mm-hmm. vibe going on. Uh, yeah, that that's song. what I was feeling. But you, but kind of unique in its own lyrical sense. So loved it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Keen to hear more. Uh, great stuff, guys. After that. We had, uh, well, I suppose you should say, why don't you say the song? Give me a little vocal yeah. break for a second. We got, absolutely. We've got the best of whatever from uh, Dan Cribb and The Isolated. This gave me, you know another what? One. I listened to this track, another one, yeah. This track here gave me, for the, the initial guitar riff, for me, all I could think about was Michael Jackson's Black or White. It has that really- right. That that cool sort of like you know, trebly guitar sort of note, sound stuff like that, but then it totally flips on you into like this Fallout Boy style punk mm. pop aggression. Like it's so cool. It's it's got like heaps of tasty guitar stuff, uh, some great vocal work as well. You can't go wrong with this sort of stuff. It's always gonna it's always gonna be one of those songs. If it's a song like this in our playlist, I'm always gonna choose it for this show. Oh, but and this is I was saying this is another one where we both both thought it was absolutely tops and for good reason. Yep. It was just so much fun to listen to. Um, I'm trying to see who sent this one in. It was by what uh, right timing one of the uh, PRs that we haven't heard from in a while. So great stuff. And I'm just trying to see if these guys have got um, – because these guys are from Perth, by the way. So, first WA artist for the uh, for the night. Uh, well, let's hope, let's hope that they can still play some shows over there. Well, I think they can still play shows in, they can, in Perth. But they can. Not even any density limits. Ducks. Not even any density limits over in Perth at the moment. So, a bit, bit, little bit jealous. Um, but, yeah, they've, um, they've apparently been releasing recently some EPs. Uh, this is the first taste of some new music. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to hear a bit more of these guys. Awesome. Play. I love it. I love it. Should we, should we play well, the songs? Absolutely. Let's play them. Beautiful. Here they are. A bit of, little bit of uh, Cause and Cause with Molly Meldrum and Dan Cribb and The Isolated with the best of whatever on. We're on Bar Talk on AMR. Find your apology, climbed in the back, I'm kind like sodomy. 
Where the crooks double bow for botany like To a lie, you're alive, then moon in the room so you decide If you wanna get up and dance around, yeah Bob your head, there's your answer are black I'm the young Molly when he hosts the countdown Ask around, they get down in our town Pound for pound, sunshine stay Get red face, they hate your Saturday Shake your tail further, pluck a duck This is Sage and you're listening to AMR.
when you were just listening to the best of whatever by Dan Cribb and the Isolated. And before that, you were listening to Molly Meldrum by Cause and Cause. Welcome back to part three of the show. I talk chit chat. Oh. Only- it's good to do these episodes where we just do the chit chat, to be honest. It is. It is. I. I'm trying to actually remember the last time we did this is the second one of these this format we've done, mainly because I was too lazy to get an interview in. <laughs> but also because I'm still on a massive backlog with the emails. So I had like weeks and weeks <laughs> to get through. So I'm like, how can we get as many songs played as possible and show show love to our beautiful artists? But it has been you know, we haven't done one of these episodes since last year. And you know what? They're good to do every now and again because sometimes it's just good to mix things up and I think last time you probably had like a really long chit chat shows when you definitely called us on New Year's Eve. I will have And I think we were a little bit more toasty than we expected to be at that point in time. <laughs> but we did call into the show and we had a great time. So thank you for having us. Um, for a side note too, it wasn't last year. I just checked the RSS feed. It was March this year. Sorry, Shakira, oh. co-host. It was large, not last year. Anyway, side point, I'm just, you know, uh, fact-checking <laughs> myself. You're absolutely right. But I mean, New Year's Eve doesn't technically count, but True. it is its own you know beautiful I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a fun story about that New Year's Eve. So, oh, we yeah. did come on to, uh, uh, to, to AMR. We had a chat to you guys. You Always did. good fun. We did. did the countdown, it stuff like that. And every- Every year we're up at Phillip Island, very exciting with all our mates and Kieran and I always do a show and I packed all the gear ready to go and I thought to Mm. myself, you know what I'll do? I'll be really smart. I'll bring an extra mic. I'll bring an extra microphone cable to to the up here because I know Kieran will forget, forget a microphone cable. Anyway, we're up there. We're having a great time. And Kieran gets there and we start to, you know, have a couple of beers, this and that. And they go, hey, Kieran, did you bring your microphone? To, to Philip Island, <laughs> and he looks at me. <laughs> no, and the best thing about it was that one of our fr- his housemates who was going to come up as well was still at home, but he <laughs> Kieran locked the door to his <laughs> uh, his study. That's not paranoid <laughs> at all, is it? <laughs> so his housemate couldn't even get into the get into the room to grab the microphone to bring it up. So, we ended up not doing a New Year's show for the first time in three or four years. So, very sad, but at least we had a story to tell for the next time we came, when we came back to Melbourne. Absolutely woeful. I mean, actually, this year it'll be our, uh, and I'm looking forward to it already. I was was talking to my girlfriend before, I'm not saying I've got to get the annual off. New Year's Eve is, drum roll, a Friday. Mm-hmm. So, if I get the day off, four-day weekend, you bet your ass it's going to be a good weekend. And what a way to start off. What a way to start off your weekend. Put in your diaries already, folks, because we're going to be countdowning the best tracks of the year for 2021. We'll probably call you up again because why the fuck not? Dude, if- I don't know where I'm going to be in New Year's. We might not be able to leave, you know, our uh, lovely city of Fair Melbourne. So maybe I could just instead join you guys down there for a bit, have a couple of drinks, and then oh. and then bugger off, and then call you when I'm a bit drunker later in the night. You know, it, it'll all work out <laughs> in the end of the day. Oh, it's lock in. It's it's lock in at the AMR studio. <laughs> Remember last year, I um, I was in charge of the socials for the countdown. So, I had to pace myself very carefully until about 11.30 when I'd done all the socials. I was like, well, that's it. I'm just – and I just said, so somebody hand me a shot of something and I just started pounding down drinks. And uh, safe to say I lasted a while, but I still had a very messy night. 
Uh, it was a very fun night, New Year's Eve. It always is. And uh, hopefully, if, if you ever if you happen to be down in the area, New Year's Eve, I know it's a fair while away, just come and say good day, <laughs> and we'll get you on the radio. We'll, we'll inebriate you enough so you can comfortably get on the radio and we'll we'll chat some shit with you, which is what my friend did with me last year. He's very shy, but he, he, he had a few shots of tequila and he was good to go. <laughs> That's a, Liquid courage is sometimes all you need. You know, if people can, if people can comfortably sing karaoke uh, in front of people, I don't understand why people can't talk in front of people sometimes. It, it's one of those double-edged swords that I don't <laughs> understand. Oh, you know? there is a karaoke bar on Russell Street in the city, and I can't remember the name of it because we only go there after a big night. <laughs> and it's open till about 5 a.m. And it's pretty much a free-for-all. And my friend introduced us to it. And every time I've been there, it has always gone off. And uh, there was one time, right, <laughs> we were there and the and I, I we went to the toilets and the urinal, I don't know what had happened to it, whether there was a pipe bent or something, but you'd pull the ha- you'd pull the chain for the urinal and the water would not go down the fountain. It would flood. Out onto the floor. <laughs> so you'd be sitting there ready to go. You know, you're keeping yourself nice and steady, nice and dry. Didn't get any dribble on you. You'd pull the chain, get a fucking wave of water all over you. And it was honestly, I saw what happened to a couple of others and I pissed myself. I was really drunk and I started showing people. I was like, look at the fountain. And I, I'd be like standing away and making sure I didn't get wet and then pulling it and running behind the wall and just watching this water come (laughs) flying down. I did it that many times that – so this place is designed really badly, right? The toilets are up some stairs from the main main floor area. We'd done it enough times that water started leaking and flowing down these stairs into the main floor. Now, normal places that are a bit more (laughs) responsible uh, would, at that point, kick you out or close down that part and then, you know, get the staff onto it. But no, they were ignoring it. No, none of the staff did not – they did not give a shit about this. There was like a (laughs) slow trickle of waterfall coming down from all the times we were like joking and pulling the chain on this toilet. It was was pretty funny. (laughs) I'm glad that the highlight of your night was uh, pulling a toilet chain. (laughs) A toilet That's chain the that story you take a away toilet now. chain that intentionally <laughs> flooded the bathroom floor. It was like, look, I did six months of engineering in uni, and I think that six months of engineering found it the funniest thing, funniest joke in the world. Now I hated that six months of engineering, but just to uh, go through that pain to to laugh at a joke like this, I think is a hundred and ten percent worth it. Turch. So- sometimes the sometimes the long joke is is the best joke. Oh, absolutely. Um, across the board. You know, I think, you know, like I did that to Kieran on our show. I, every episode for about five or six weeks, mm. I slowed down the theme tune by about three BPM. <laughs> <laughs> and the bit, t- theme tune's like in 120 and it went down to like 97 or something like that or whatever <laughs> it is. And it was only then did he realize that it actually started to slow. It was very funny. But- there is a website, speaking of karaoke, there's a website called, I think it's Smule, S-M-U-L-E, and where people, anyone can upload themselves doing karaoke and it's right. like, a, like a Vine or t- uh, 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 what's it called, a, um, uh, uh, a TikTok sort of thing where mm. you can duet with other people. And one thing that amazes me about people who try and do karaoke is that usually with karaoke, what, two things happen. One, you usually don't get the melody that perfect, which is fair enough. You're not a singer. That's fine. But you can get the rhythm 
of of the song. Like you sing the <laughs> roughly the, the right rhythmic sort of thing. There are people on like sing karaoke on these websites that actively post things on the internet for everyone to see that not only can't sing the melody, which again I'm going to give you a bit of leniency when it comes to that sort of thing, but don't even they they obviously know the song, but they don't sing the rhythm correctly <laughs> when it comes to karaoke and it just brings on like these additional like you know i've been playing music for 20 plus years mm. and do advanced weird music theory and i get it. it's avant-garde and they're doing it on purpose but is it, there's a different level like a, a really good musician can't play that badly even oh, yeah. if they tried but these people are just doing it and they think they're just doing things so like that Dunning-Kruger effect. They think they're doing it so well, so well <laughs> enough to display it on the internet. And it's that, that sort of delusional type of person that I really love to see. Like maybe just me that I love a train wreck more than, than most, but to see something like that happen on a consistent basis is just fantastic across the board. There's a certain genuine earnestness about it that you have to appreciate. Like this is, yeah. this is no, there's no fakeness here. This is all real. This is all balls deep. They, sort they of. Just, they're just, they're Ooh. just loving it. They're just loving what they're doing. Like, yes, I may not sing in time. I may not sing it in key, <laughs> but goddamn it, other people need. Like, I would be embarrassed. And I do a podcast on a weekly basis with my co-host, you know what I mean? But these people are genuinely, you know, having, like, you know, like I love the show Karaoke Big E. It's one of my favorite podcasts of all time and I've been on the show and I love those guys. But, you know, they, they at least know, like, when they sing karaoke on the show, like, they're not the greatest singers, but at least they sing in time. Um, but it's amazing what people will release to the world and expect positive feedback when the internet is such a hate machine across the board. It's it's just insane what people will do. Oh, you know what? And I love it. I love it. I think it wakes the world just a little bit better, these people. Mm. But well, uh, it's all right. eventually the government will sanitize the the internet. <laughs> we won't be able to use any. You know, you won't, if you buy if you watch some crappy YouTube video, payment processors will say no, you can't use us anymore, and we'll just you know everything. We'll have to make an internet too, <laughs> just to keep going. Internet two electric boogaloo. That's absolutely That's right. That's it. But uh, at least on at least on this show, we get to hear good singers and some good music, and that's the important thing. That's why I come here. That's, ah, <laughs> you know what? Makes my heart melt, Turch. I love it. I love it. I just <laughs> want to very briefly mention, too, before we get too carried away, of course, AMR's um, current business and community partners. I'm of course, I am, of course, talking about the awesome Suki Lounge. Hopefully, it won't be too much longer before we can go back there and there in person. And, of course, um, Drum Power Music Factory Direct. Whilst you can't go there in person at the moment, you can order online. They've got a great online shop as well. So um, thanks so much, guys, uh, for just being awesome, awesome community and business partners. I think it's time to talk about a couple more songs, don't you reckon, Turchellini? Sounds sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to me. Now, first I one I see is one of your picks. It is one of my picks. It what? is one of my picks. Want to tell us a bit about we've this got one? He- Oh, we got Blind by Grizzle Shark here. And the reason I chose this, because I was listening to it, and then I listened to it a second time, and the vibe, this is the vibe. Mm. Playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on your PlayStation when you're 10 years old and learning all this cool music, this could fit in perfectly <laughs> into the soundtrack. Now, this, I don't that's know- a good observation. I couldn't have done anything better. <laughs> so, if you like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and the soundtrack to that, 
you're going to like this song. There's some heavy, dirty riffs. There's some cool vocals on it as well, including a bit of screamo. It's like that little bit compressed. Like, look, if they compressed the shit out of it and put it on top of me, of, of a video of a guy playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, <laughs> I would have just thought it was part of the game. It, it's just one of those songs, you know, perfect two-minute run. Now, these guys, these guys have been around, Grizzly Shark have been around since 2017, been putting out singles for a few years now, and this is on their new EP, A World Extended Past Yourself, which I think is a great name. Now, they played a, a little little uh, launch show back on August 14 up there in Brisbane, which is where these guys are from, another Queensland artist for this week. And yeah, I guess, I guess they've got, they're just getting a bit of love every now and then from everywhere else, including us here at AMR. So I don't think there's much and, to say. And the we, and we Only Do One Take podcast approved as well. What can I say? <laughs> I know you like the heavy. I was very specific to make sure I could put enough songs this week in, in the list or I went through enough which had a good good bit of oomph to it. So I'm glad you appreciate my, my good work. Uh, you know what I like. You know what I like. Listen, I'm a sucker for a whole bunch of weird things, like from crazy fun disco to, to heavy rock. I've... That's that's the joy of music. But I think what we've got here is a bit of back-to-back rock and roll going on here because the next one I've got is Will I Still Be There? Will, will, will I Still Be Here Tomorrow by Indigo Point Exactly. Exactly. Now, a little bit of a background, not towards the artist, but the PR themselves. Now, uh, talking about Heavy Reborn, which I will a bit later after this. But um, <laughs> one of our one of the lovely hosts from AMR, Heavy Reborn, the, the one, the only Carly Jewel, got us in touch with the awesome guys from, uh, and I'll just remember their name, Australian Radio Promotion, who have very much joined the AMR PR family. And this is a song that's been sent in by them. So uh, welcome, guys, to the crew. Welcome, guys, to the mob. Uh, these guys, Indigo Point, are from, I'm trying to work out where these guys are from, Sydney, our first Sydney artist. There we not. go. Um, they I'm have still waiting for that Melbourne artist. They'll yes. come. I, I don't know if there's a Melbourne artist this week. I I didn't actually pay <laughs> attention. Look, last week, Church, we had a bunch of Melbourne artists, so I'm not too worried. Uh, True. We, we had very few Sydney had a, artists. Yeah, friend, so, had a, an old high school friend of mine on as a, one of your artists last week. So you did. very exciting to see people that you know. Give Beach Panic a shout out because you you gave me a good old message before about how you were good friends with the guys from them. Yeah, went to high school with one of the guitar, or the, the guitarists in it. I know he plays for another band as well, I'm pretty sure, but uh, definitely plays in Beach Panic. That's his little project there, and it's always good to hear a bit of fun pop sort of surfy stuff like that. It's always good. But this was so, indeed cheers, a fellas. fun song too. Mm. Now, this song yeah. this song like had an earnestness about it. Like it didn't really care about about how it, how it came out. I feel like it was just honest and raw. And But despite that, an absolutely stellar harmony in the in the uh, vocal harmony in the chorus, which was just oh. absolutely the standout for me. Beautiful stuff. Is, is there only one? Uh, is there only one singer in the band? Because otherwise, if it was only one singer in the band, I'm impressed by his vocal range. There was a, like he had this real different voice within the 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 chorus, the verses. But then the chorus is a different different voice altogether, especially within the harmony space. I don't know. There are three piece going by their by this info I can see here. But yep. nonetheless, I don't know. Right, I, don't know. I don't know what's juice. going on there but with the vocals, but honestly, Man, good shit though. I was digging it. I was digging it like that, like almost uh, Roy- was a Royal Blood sort of bassy, real heavy bass mm. emphasis, drums emphasis, cool vocals. I mean, what, what else do you need in a rock song? That's it. That's all you need. 
it was just yeah, it was a good bit of good bit of rock and roll, really good bit of rock and roll. That's it, man. Uh, and absolutely gives the seal of approval for both of us. These guys have got a, a EP out with a bunch of singles. Um, they're probably going to be putting out more stuff. I imagine these bands always are. They've got nothing else to do. They can't play. They're in Sydney. I feel <laughs> sorry for you guys. We know what it's like. Um, hopefully, we'll all be able to get out and see each other play soon, though. It's bloody hope so, man, because I need some uh, live music in my life. <laughs> well, I tell you what, why don't we bloody play them, eh? Uh, we're about Sounds to play good to me. Grizzly Shark with Blind, and after that, Indigo Point, will I still be here tomorrow? Rocking and rolling right here on Bar Talk.
AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Will I Still Be Here Tomorrow by Indigo Point. And before that, Blind by Grizzly Shark. Right here on the AMR Bar Talk Chit Chat right here on fucking (laughs) AMR and Bar Talk and (laughs) wherever you get your podcasts or AustralianMusiciansRadio.com, bloody 
shows.acast.com forward slash bar hyphen talk. I'm going through the pay- going through the websites already. It's too early for that, Daniel. Get back to the music. Gotta say, getting back, getting through the bottle of wine as well. Just a, just it's a, it's a simultaneous sort of activity. I think I've you've done you very see, well. Can my you friend. see? You've been watching me drink this <laughs> shit. This is a really nice <laughs> drop too. Um, alcohol review coming up later, but I am drinking. So I've been I've been going to the IGA around my corner quite a bit in lockdown, as you yep. do. And they they sell this very nice bottle of wine, uh, very nice bottle of Shiraz. From I'm trying to work out where it's from, from South Australia, and it's about eight dollars, and it's really nice. You know what? I'm very proud of you. You're cost effective. You're walking. You're doing it's, your exercise. You're doing your bit. You know, you're getting. You know, using up the two hours of exercise that uh, at our uh, premier has decided. That's all we get. <laughs> so we you, but nice five year old bottle of Shiraz works an absolute treat. <laughs> and, and honestly, I've been drinking it every Friday on the couch right now. It's great. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying to be Good very stuff. good. Obviously, you you know this, and uh, I've been. I'm uh, hoping that my, my wedding, with, you know, is going to go ahead in October. Uh, but I'm trying to cut down. I'm trying to be good. I'm back running. I'm cutting down some of the alcohols, cutting down some of the carbs. But God damn it, have I've never I've never been more uh, less motivated than when I'm in lockdown. It just feels like an absolute <laughs> slug. There's nothing else to do except sit on the couch. Eat chips and watch nothing on oh. TV. I've 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 gone through all the streaming services. I'm sort of done <laughs> with all the streaming services. I need something new. I, I think torrents have to make a return, a resurgence in this country because oh, these they streaming have services. Been, yes. Uh, absolutely, but I, I, I talked about this on our show, and one of the things we do—you've you've had a rant today. I've got another rant, but one of the rants that we had on our show not too long ago is. Um, is, is about streaming services and the way that they fool you into thinking that you're going to be entertained. Now, I'm not going to talk, talk about the decision fatigue that happens across the board because you spend sometimes half an hour to an hour looking for a show, then watch it for about 10 minutes and then go, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to go to bed instead. What I am going to talk about is that you and your partner, you sit there and you go, hey, hey, babe, we're going to watch, watch a film. We're going to watch this film. I watched it many, many years ago. You've never seen it. You're going to love it. And she's like, fine, we'll find what, you know, we're not going to watch whatever crap. <laughs> she usually chooses, you get to shit my fuck. And you go, you, you go onto your Netflix and you go, you type it in, you start typing in the thing. And, they, and then it, it, you know, it starts coming up. And it comes up with the options, like the search options down the below, like the few, like, you know, oh, auto filled yeah. options. Yeah. And you go, ah, oh, you've got oh, a yes. 97% <laughs> match to Chernobyl. It's like bullshit. I haven't watched yeah. any other Russian shows. <laughs> but anyway, but it's like I was watching, I was looking for The Godfather. And I thought, how oh, was yeah. this? I watched The Godfather. It's like two, amazing film, right? And then I type in, I punch in Godfather. Like I type, type in God into into Netflix, and it comes up with a bunch of other options, like you know some Christian films, all that sort of thing. But that, but in that drop down menu, it comes up with The Godfather as like you know a pre selected, pre filled like you know choice, and oh, I'm yes. like, oh. How good's this? So, a couple of buttons down, you click on Godfather, it autofills the answer, and Godfather doesn't come up as an option of a film. It's not on the streaming service. <laughs> oh, does it do that thing where it goes, films like The Godfather? Yeah, yeah. and you're like, okay, no, but these aren't- Would you like to why, watch why Goodfellas? Does- yeah. The Irishman? So that's- <laughs> no, definitely Goodfellas though, because that's the best one. But- I don't understand why we allow this to happen in in a civil society. 
you know. What, not having the godfather for easy streaming? No, 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 no. I don't mind that it's not on a streaming service. I don't like the illusion that it could be on the streaming service. You know, okay. the fact that they give you the option to autofill it, for me, is just a cock tease that I will only oh, be frustrated yeah. about. Because cause suddenly the night's gone from I've chosen a film that you already <laughs> don't want to watch to me going, why the fuck is it, do they do that? Where What other stream? Now I have to go to decide which of the other 50 million streaming services that are available, where I will have to look to find the film I want. And then on top of that, like, you know, you go to Stan, well, Stan has absolutely nothing. Then <laughs> Disney's not going to, Disney's definitely not going to have uh, The Godfather on there because, you know, so I have to go to Amazon Prime. And then the, the kicker with Amazon Prime is they have basically everything under the sun, but then they get you right at the end where they go, yeah, we've got it. And then you have a look and it's $7 to rent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I can do for $7? I can go onto the JB Hi-Fi website and buy the actual DVD of it <laughs> for $7 and have it delivered. <laughs> and I will have that piece of media forever. And for me, that is a, a significantly better option than just... Because Amazon, you already have to pay for the Waiting. subscription, don't you? You have to pay for the subscription already. In that's fact, Kieran just, was... That's just a... That's a bit rich. Come on, this is well, why Jeff Bezos is earns. This is why Jeff Bezos um is uh, worth one hundred and fifty billion dollars because it's exactly those extra right. fees he gets you on on the on his Prime service. Well, K- Kieran was going to watch the new Space Jam with his housemates, and I said, "Let me know how it is. I'm not gonna not gonna watch it." And then I call him half like you know, thirty minutes later when they said they were going to start the film, and I go, "How is it?" He goes, "Oh, we ended up not watching it because to rent it, it was going to be twenty nine dollars." It's only a digital copy. It's only a digital copy, rental digital copy. I'm like, you know, when you can buy for thirty dollars, that is an Amazon subscription for like two months. We have <laughs> come full circle where we're wanting blockbuster back we're wanting leading edge video back what was the other one video what was the other one that used to be on every bloody video 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 easy easy was another yeah it actually was getting videos quite easy because you knew the copy would be in there at at least you know at least you could discuss it or you could call them up and go hey do you have this no well i'm not going to come in then whereas i think again i talk about decision fatigue all the time but the decision fatigue aspect of streaming services makes people just watch the same shit over and over and those algorithms and all that sort of stuff just give people like all those companies data and that's why you get terrible films like bird box or bird whatever that horror film was like like a, a sharknado or the room situation where it was so bad it was good yeah but see like the the, the room was fantastic because it was so bad it was good but he put his heart and soul into it and it just happened to turn out the way it does. Whereas, like, films like Sharknado, they purposely go, oh, Sharknado, that's ridiculous, ha-ha. <laughs> no, it's not as funny. You know, it's so much funny to watch The Room or, you know, listen to Wesley Willis or, you know, or, 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 or watching something like that. Hey, hey, because Wesley you know Willis that they- is genuinely good. Don't you fucking say a bad word about, about Wes. But, but so... But so is The Room. The Room is genuinely great for entertainment purposes. Same as Wesley Wills. But this is like trying to listen to a guy singing bad karaoke and going, well, it's, I, I really, you know, I, I purpose. <laughs> you know that- So, come you know, back to your karaoke, uh, 
karaoke analogy yeah. again. It's like me going on stage and singing bad karaoke at a time off Ken going, oh, but I meant it to be terrible. It's like, yeah, but that, <laughs> it's still terrible. It's just because you meant it to be terrible doesn't make it good. You know, it, it it's a whole, you know, have you ever seen that thing like that? Things I was only pretending to be an idiot. It's like, well, you're still an idiot. <laughs> Um, when you get a chance, watch uh, Dude Party Bros 3. They were trying to be <laughs> terrible, but it is actually phenomenally good at the same time. Uh. But, you know, what I was going to say, um, you've had, you've, you've, it sounds like you've been very busy. The other thing I've been doing whilst I've been locked down is just intently getting acquainted with every shopping, you know, every <laughs> aisle in the supermarket. There yep. is there is this um I never noticed this before until till now this lockdown but the the fruit shop next to the supermarket I go to they're a bit wankery they're like a, a fruit shop but for wankers who earn too much money and want to get the gourmet pasta or the the gourmet noodles or whatever instead of rocking up to the Chinese supermarket and getting it for 30 cents that's a mm-hmm. different thing entirely but out the front they always have a big crate full of them and they call them easy peel oranges it's not just oranges. <laughs> I thought there was only one breed of orange. An orange, yeah. right? But no, yeah. these are apparently easy peel. They don't look any easier to peel. They don't come with a can opener at the top. Like, How are they more easy to peel than other oranges? I don't get it. Do, do you, like- I must admit, I, I don't know anything about oranges, but I do know that they've- like the wa- seamless They're notoriously hard eight. to peel. That's why you dice them up. They're not like mandarins. Mandarins should be called p- easy peel oranges because they basically taste the same. Let's face it. That's uh, true. I, I, I probably offended every citrus fan out there. You know, well, mandarins are totally <laughs> different. Fuck off. Mandarins are exactly the same as oranges. But they if are- we, If we keep going on that train of thought, though, <laughs> I love when they make they make- Certain products like carrots were initially like purple in color and they were changed like via GMOs to be orange. That's true, no, right? Not it's ge- the same uh, for, GMOs like, the weren't honey- invented, but they were bred, selectively bred. Yeah, because- but that, it was genetically modified via breeding. It doesn't matter what but the methodology is. You know is, why they were genetically the bred? Because the Dutch took them, they were purple, and they go, hmm. Exactly right. Our national color's orange. But we, but we- you know what would be whack AF? Orange carrots. And now the, funny, me. the funniest uh, thing is when you say you have Dutch it, carrots, they're actually purple, which is the original colour of carrots. <laughs> uh, but going on that train of thought, like the way that we have the banana or the way we have the wort, like wort, seedless watermelon, yeah. but even like honey crisp apples, that was made by a laboratory oh, yeah. in like- in like some university in the USA to be the like a deliciously, con- consistently delicious apple. I don't understand why people get so upset about that. But what you're talking about is here, they've decided to market it. It's it's a marketing thing. Easy peel. Here, that they've got easy peel. I was like, well, why don't, you know. I'm going to go postal one day. I'm going to go postal. And then please don't hold me against this because I'm, this has been recorded. But if I ever go no, postal, I'm going, to, I'm going to go mad. Going to go to this shopping center. Go to this fucking wank off um <laughs> Fucking fruit, 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 yeah, fruit slash veggie slash noodle slash pasta place. Which, by the way, I got some really good tagliatelle from there the other day. 
That's Perfect. it. But, you know, that's the sort of shit you want to get from there. That aside, I'm going to go there, go post, and go, you think this is easy to peel? Fucking look at this. And I'll just start, like, start taking or- easy peel oranges out of the crate and ripping them to shreds, juice flowing all over me and all over the shopping centre floor as they hastily this- call security and go, we've got a madman. Another one's trying to prove that these things are a lot harder to peel than they aren't. Quick, get the SWAT team. I, oh, I, I think we need a blindfold test of you being blindfolded. I give you two oranges and you just try to peel them. And you tell me which one. If, if one is definitely easier to peel than the other. One's, one's from the easy peel orange container. One's from the normal orange container. Exactly. I like where you're going and then, with this. And, and then, then we'll just do the standard we only do one take podcast bet. If you, if I'm wrong, like if you get it right, if you, if you get it wrong, so if you guess that the easy peel one mm. is actually the regular one, uh, I have to write <laughs> for you to read a 250 word apology. But if you guess the e, like, you know, if you guess the easy to peel one mm. and, 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 you know, the, the other one being the non easy to peel, I will read a 250 word apology written by yourself. <laughs> That's the usual bet. <laughs> Uh, it always it's always funny. It's never not. I think Kieran has had to read two apologies so far on our show. I think you'll be um, be hankering for a break by the sounds of it. He's trying to get me. He's trying to get me on challenges, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm undefeated so far. I've not had to. I've not had to apologize for anything uh, over the last two. He did apologize for a lot. He did apologize for the Holocaust. So I'm glad he's finally opened uh, owned up to that one. You aren't and even the, Jewish. The first- Why is he apologizing for that? <laughs> <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> oh, don't tell me and, you're Catholic uh, and the- too. Oh well, you know, I'm just I'm whatever what you want to be, want me to be, baby. Oh, it's okay. fine. Okay. <laughs> Ask me later. <laughs> <laughs> anything for anything for cash. <laughs> so obviously Italian. <laughs> he only carries cash, folks. That's the that's, that's the implication right. that's, there. That's very true. But look, I think we should get to some new other songs because there's more songs I want to listen to and share I, with everybody. That's been I've listening taken to up too so much far. of your time talking about Easy Pill Oranges. Uh, now, Where are we? The We Only Do One Take podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the We Only Peel One Orange podcast. The only podcast that isn't Amanda in. <sighs> now, Wicked but, Smile. But Wicked Smile is the next Wicked song we're going to play. Yes. Last yes. Goodbye. Oh. Last Goodbye. Now, guys, if you are an artist, because these guys sent in their own track, and actually Wicked Smile, now that I look at it, have been sending in their singles for a little while now, a couple of years, which is, I think, great and great, you know, consistency. Good stuff, guys. But um, Wicked Smile are a great example of if you send in your tracks to AMR, we may very well play them on the show. So if you are an Aussie, Kiwi or Pacific Islander independent uh, artist that is releasing original music, please send in your tracks to amrairplayatmail.com. That's amrairplayatmail.com and include all the details because we want to get the tasty info. Don't we, Turch? Always. That's what we're here for. The tastiest, juiciest mandarin slash orange info you got. <laughs> now, I now this was your pick, but I have to say when I was listening to this, I was thinking this is full-on classic 80s hair metal all the way. Oh, I love it. Uh, as soon as I played, as soon as the first couple of notes happened, I was just like, ah, this is definitely on the list. This, this could all go downhill in the second half of the song and it will still be on the list because it's pure, uh, you know, th- they're doing hair metal 
Right, they're, they're, if they if they bring back the hair metal <laughs> movement with this song, man, I would just be so happy because it was such a flamboyantly fun time. You know, men were dressing as women. Uh, women were dressing more, as women. Was, it was all women. It was women if you really, were dressing if, as women. Yeah, it's basically. If you like girls, it was more girls, you know, they girls. About- <laughs> it was heaven. <laughs> They killed about, you know, 50 to 60% of plant life and animal life with the amount of hairspray they used. It was a glorious time. That, you know, the economy was great. It was a glorious time. The cocaine the was Bring great. It. The songs yeah. were never faster. I swear it. Uh, and, and from that, you, you couldn't go wrong. And this song, you can't go wrong. Last Goodbye by Wicked Smile. My God. Great guitar solo. Great, you know. The vibrato. Dickinson. The, the vibrato. The Bruce Dickinson, the, the, the drag, even like a Dragon Force kind of influence as well. Killer stuff. I loved it. <laughs> but I was, honestly, there was just more vibrato than you could wave a fork at uh, in the vocals. It was, it was just, oh, it was just, it was pure camp, but in the best way possible. That's, I think, the best way to describe it. If you like your hair metal, this song is right up your alley. Mm. But um, right after that, though. Uh, On the other end of the spectrum, like a new, new, we're going from 80s hair metal to 2000s new metal almost. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with their recording this by the opinion industry, which um, opposite end of the spectrum had like a system of a down type vibe. I was going to say, lyrically speaking, absolutely. These guys, mm. they released a previous single a little, little while ago, which had similar sort of themes. I, I think they're trying to go for this. They're obviously trying to go for like a, the government is bad narrative, which, you know, is, is pretty, you know, pretty standard for a punk band. And again, I'm sure you as our resident libertarian would be very much appreciative <laughs> of. I'm not surprised this was one of your picks. But- whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, whoa, whoa. Anarchy <laughs> and libertarianism are very much two different things. All right, Mr. Mister, I got a degree in political, political psychology, whatever. Excuse but- me, excuse me. Accounting. But dist- <laughs> Same thing. Distrust <laughs> distrust of the powers that be is right up your alley, and it's certainly right up of the alley of the opinion industry. Uh, this is their second single, and I believe this is the first this is the first time I've um had the opportunity to play a song by the PR launch squad. Um but yeah, it's just a great a great band. And honestly, uh I mean you you love this song. It's just It's killer. It was killer it fun. was it pulled no punches. That's, That's all I can exactly say. right. Absolutely. Let's kick into them. Want to, well, so, want to tell me who that, what they are? Want to announce them? Absolutely. Search. We're going to be listening to Will I Still Be... Oh, no, we're not going to listen to that. We're going to listen to Last Goodbye by Wicked Smile. <laughs> and then we're going to listen to their, their... They're recording this. And they're recording this, funnily enough. And uh, that's by the opinion industry here on Bar Talk. So hypocr- hypocritical of us, I swear. <laughs> Hey, this is Stevie from Wicked Smile. I want you to do something for me. You're going to go up to your stereo. You're going to turn it up. I mean loud, really loud. This is our new single. It's called Last Goodbye.
Hey, this is Mick from Heavy Reborn, and you're listening to AMR. opinion industry with their song they're recording this and before that it was last goodbye by wicked smile both killer tracks evil evil tracks (laughs) in the best way possible exactly right exactly right nice and heavy isn't that right so heavy in fact that i'm i'm feeling born again like a bloody virgin (laughs) uh and i'll tell you what (laughs) AMR Heavy Reborn, which is the other AMR stalwart show. I know this week actually a lot of lot of lot of, lot of stoinkers this week. A lot of heavy music we're we're featuring this week. But if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, the real gritty gritty of the AMR of the Australian heavy music scene, and and hear about some of the artists, awesome artists that are part of that scene, you want to tune into AMR Heavy Reborn every week, which you can access via AustralianMusiciansRadio.com, which is our website. It's, um, I think, very appropriate that we played those two songs because they were both featured on recent episodes of Heavy Reborn. Um, I see that, yeah, Wicked Smile was played back on uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, The Opinion Industry was played on the most recent episode as well. Um, Very, even, even more so to bring it around to linking with us, on the most recent 
episode, they did actually chat to East Capri, who we've played on AM and we've played on Bar Talk before with their previous single, but they've come out with a new track. And the guys had a chat to um, Mick, Jay, Gareth, and Sage from the show. They have, are, of course, joined by Carly Jewel every now and again, or they're swapping in and out, whenever they're available, whenever they're around. But between them, they have the passion for the oink, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Every, every week they've got an episode coming out. They're so bloody consistent, even better than me, but they're such a tight team. That's all I have to Bad say about it. it. I was going to say it before, but then we started talking about Easy Peel fucking mandarins and I <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, I'm always impressed. Like, you know, I know I know the struggle of trying to put out a show once a week. It's even harder in lockdown when you can't go out and collect material or have stupid experiences with your friends and parents. Or you get uh, drunk you on the resort- couch drinking three bottles of wine, watching Rake, and uh, <laughs> exactly you don't right. go to bed till 9am. <laughs> and you have to resort to talking about Easy Peel mandarins and oranges easy to peel fucking, a fellow ranter. Easy Peel fucking tangerines. <laughs> My fucking God. What are we coming to as a society? Fuck off. This is why we invented knives. Uh, get Distract me. What do we got coming up now? Because you got to distract me, Turch, because I'm not, I'm not going to shut up about well, that's okay. this well, easy look, pill fruit. I, I'm going to distract you very easily because I'm going to describe to you the taste of my beautiful alcoholic beverage because it is that time of the episode. Dan, oh, my for God, folks, it's been review. too long. Are you not suggesting we do a little segment? I think we should. <laughs> Let's do it. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. Uh, now, I know that you have something very special for us today. I do, but and I've, I thought kept, before- I've kept it very well hidden from your webcam. You, have, you certainly have, but I'm going to keep it nice and, nice and simple tonight. It is, uh, it's still, you know, technically- you know, colder weather. I know we're going to come into spring very soon, but it is still whiskey and bourbon drinking weather. And Mate, for that- I don't care if it's 45 degrees centigrade. You bought, you better <laughs> bloody believe I'll be drinking some whiskey. <laughs> well, the couple of ice cubes in this bad boy here, it's a glass of Gentleman Jack. And <laughs> Ooh, if you are going to, you know, not the classiest of things, mind you, but if you're looking for something, because it is Father's Day coming up, if you're looking for something for your dad, you, you can't go wrong with getting him a bottle of Gentleman Jack, and uh, it's smoky. It's very easy to drink. It makes Jack Daniels taste like, you know, in comparison, taste like poison. <laughs> and Jack uh, Daniels don't mind because it's Jack Daniels do make it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's having a sip, folks. Exactly right. Exactly right. And I think oh, the smokiness, the texture, it's just a release of smoky flavor in your mouth, and that's that's what you really want out of a bourbon more than anything else. You know, very easy to drink if you put it on a, on some rocks. Uh, I've got the whiskey. Usually, get the whiskey stones out, but today I just felt like some ice cubes, just so I can stay a little bit more sane on the show uh, and water it down <laughs> very subtly. But it's quite nice when you want to have a, a something like that. You know. It's it's a, not something people usually go for, you know. But when you do, like Jack Daniels needs Coke, Gentleman Jack needs ice. That's a nice, simple way to, to go ahead. Fair enough. He says, as I guiltily think about every time I've <laughs> always tried to shot Jack Daniels at the bar or encourage yeah, people to. It's the to- wrong choice. No, it's not a it's wrong, wrong choice. choice. It's a quality but choice if you want. It can be done. Look, <laughs> it, it can be done. And if you want to sort of impress people, it's the way to go. You shot Jack. But it's all good. Um, but I mean, look, <laughs> gentlemen, Jack, they've been really, as you're absolutely right, Father's Day coming up here in Australia, 
really pumping out the advertisements. We were watching some um, some free-to-air fucking SBS streaming because uh, Brooklyn, speaking of television shows on streaming sites, we couldn't find anywhere else to stream the latest series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine but on SBS. <laughs> Thank God for fucking poor man porn. Um, for those of you that don't know, we used to call SBS which is the uh, special broadcasting services here in Australia, the foreign language channel in Australia. Um, but then they have some really, really quality American shows uh, mm. because every night at 2 a.m. you'd sit up and watch some weird Danish show where they always get naked, without always a doubt. Good. Look at those dating naked shows now where they shove people on an island. Have you seen that's, that one? That's on bloody Channel 9. I thought I thought oh, they it? were classier than this. <laughs> It's like dating naked and they have the the panel come up and they don't show their faces, but they show their bodies. And it's like, wow, wow, the the fucking where's the uh, Australian Communications Media Authority when you need them? Because their fucking standards have dropped. (sighs) Oh, look, it's television. They've got to get some of the ratings back from these these, uh, terrible streaming services that don't have any of the shows you actually want to watch. But speaking of the shows you actually want to watch, what have you got for us today? I want to watch you drink this beautiful bottle of alcohol. Now, um, now I'm I'm a bit partial to the world of hard ciders, but I was yes. scouring and scavenging the fridge for drinks that our good friend had left conspicuously off some previous party um, some months ago, and I found a a hard a rosé infused hard cider. By Koperberg. If you have a look there, Church, I'm giving it to the screen. Can you see it? I, I can. Can you and read that, the percentage um, for me? Oh, jeez. I can't I, I can't see that much, but it looks- uh, Is it eight and a half? Eight? Is yeah, you're pretty I'm much seeing? close enough. 8.3%. Wow. Yeah, it's a rosé um, hard cider. Uh, now- A rosé. So, that just to me just sounds like sugar. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it, it feels like- you know, this is the sort of thing that a, a eighteen-year-old girl buys for their first drink and goes, "It's rosé and it's it's cider. Uh, it'll be nice and sweet and sugary." And then after about uh, uh, three quarters of the bottle, it starts to get warm down the bottom. She stops drinking it and throws up in the bathroom, and then pulls the lever, and that's when the tidal wave comes <laughs> at the urinal. <laughs> Looks like someone's been visiting some unsavory karaoke bars. <laughs> now, this bad boy doesn't have. Any wank on the back for those of you in the know, knows you not in the know what I call wank is when they've got some really flamboyant description. This has just got the uh, nutrition information and the actually there's no nutrition information. They never have nutrition information on the um, on alcohol, but they've just got the uh, regular stuff. Even though Copperbeck is a Swedish brand, this one is actually made in a, made and produced in Australia. So mm-hmm. you guys can all hold off your patriotic high horse. Um, because we're about to open this son, son of a bitch right here to see what she sounds like. Excellent. Right. She's been in the fridge a little long, so hopefully it won't be too ripe. That was a little bit more disappointing than I was expecting. <laughs> so, people think that cans are overrated or whatever. I think they're underrated for the purposes of podcasting because they come out with a very nice crisp click. But for a bottle, I knew you're hearing off a different microphone. It actually wasn't too bad. So hopefully we'll hear something good when I edit this bad boy up. <laughs> now, Turch, you're next going to ask me what I'm smelling. 
Yeah, that's what I was hoping for, but otherwise this would be a very weird show. <laughs> this is the AMS ASMR part of the evening. <laughs> the ASMR AMR radio. <laughs> Ask me what I'm smelling. Come on. I, I, what, what notes are you hinting at within the bottle there? Have you swirled it? <laughs> no, because it would froth up because it's carbonated. Yeah. So that's probably not a good idea. But I am I'm getting hints of cider. Doesn't even so. <laughs> normally they give you like the flavour. They've got on the picture. I don't know if you can see it. Some weird berry thing going on. Now aren't they just apples? I don't. Is that? I would what it assume is? those are apples. Oh shit, I they are. That- okay, so I think we've established it's <laughs> apple cider with I'm rose. Go with apple cider. Yep. Hence the eight point three percent ABV. So sometimes it sometimes it's a good thing when they mix things together. Like I like a whiskey or a or a, a scotch that's been developed in a in a like a, a sherry barrel or a oh, beer that's done that oh but you I'm know not, i'm really this- good i'm really f- fond of the depth charge which is an american term mm. where you it's a basically a uh what's the, what's the word a boiler maker where you drop the shot of whiskey inside the beer mm. and you get these concoction yeah, extra, of flavors. extra flavors of course but this one here just seems like it's like they had leftovers of both of these things and hoped for the best and bottled it yeah i think that's what they've done but <laughs> Not to judge a book by its cover, which I know is a term that you have Wait very strong opinions on. Wait a second. That's I was exactly listening to your you episode books. the other week where you went into this, and I don't want you to waste 10 minutes explaining your position. <laughs> but I'm not judging a book by its cover. I'm using the I'm using I'm using the cliche for the purposes of using the cliche, Turch. Are you happy? Understandable. Okay. Let's That's taste fine. it. Verdict? Hang on. Give me one more sip. Tell the <laughs> audience a funny joke while I'm having a drink and contemplating my existence. Absolutely. So, the terms of, you know, judging a book by its cover, how else do you do it if you've never read it before? By the blurb? Well, that's still part of the cover. You're still reading the cover. It's judge- still judging a book by its cover. We do it with film type. We do it with films. We do it with CD covers. We do it with a whole bunch of things. But books, apparently, you shouldn't do that. Well, that's just as stupid as saying that marketing doesn't work. Anyway, tell me about- <laughs> I just realised I popped a screw top bottle. This really is a white girl drink. That is a really white girl. <laughs> I was like, it's European. Copenhagen is Swedish. Of course they wouldn't debase ourselves to our level and screw top. But then, of course, it's made over here. It's made in of Australia. Of course, it's yeah. screw top. My is it, God. Is it, um, I've turned into a white is it, girl. Is it, is it Lionhead that makes it or is it um, CUB? What, Copenhagen? No, I don't think it's- I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 because they would have the rights and someone else would make it here. I don't know. I have no idea. That's fair enough. Okay. Um, it tastes like fucking- Second-rate cider and second-rate rosé. But, but also, also, it's hard. All rosé second-rate. It's hard. That's true. Therefore, I'm going to go home on it and I'm going to drink it all you- because your boy wants a couple of extra standards in him. Before he gets to my- I've got- I haven't finished my- I've nearly finished it, folks, but I haven't finished my Shiraz, so I may have to finish that first because I feel like this Copenberg is a better finishing drink. That's true. So, I'm going to be responsible- 
I've bent the lid. I was going to be responsible and put the lid back on, but I've bent it too much. No. So what I'm going to do is put a hat my, on. My, my favorite, my favorite bit about this whole experience is that you've it's gone- an experience now, is it? <laughs> triage. Just, this, this drink, triage my this drink emotions is, now, are we? Your dr- your drink has been in the fridge for too long. That's what you said, and then you can t- you unscrew you uh, lifted off the lid of a screw top, and then and then went sounds to better. put the. And then you put the drink in a, uh, a a stubby holder to keep it cool. <laughs> I am Australian. Fuck off! If, I've always doubted my nationality because I because I've been told I'm un-Australian that many times. Um, but fuck off if you put your fucking wine in a stubby. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm getting hammered right now, that. folks. You if are I, really, yeah. You're, yeah. you're getting there. <laughs> If anyone's drinking along at home, send us a message. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to hear my do you want to hear my uh, my rating of said drink? Please do. Well, here as I said before, I stand by my my uh, previous conviction that indeed the drink is a second rate cider and a second rate rosé. But together, they create something that is truly white girl magic. And for that, <laughs> I give it mm, a good solid. out of five broken karaoke bar toilets. Perfect. I could not ask for a better series, a unit of rating for a drink that is a combination of cider and rosé. As for my my Shiraz that I've been drinking throughout the entire episode, easily a 4.2. Actually, 4.5 if you consider how cheap it is compared to the taste of other wines that cheap. And, uh, yeah, I'm drinking it out of a stemless glass. Uh, That's all I have to say. I'm real, real because I, I like the balance. There's no way you're going to break a stem. No way you're going to break a stemless glass. That's I dig- true. I digress. I've I've had enough. I've, I've had enough. Tell me something <laughs> more interesting before I blabber on about something totally useless. Well, I think what we're going to do is I think we're going to listen to some tunes. What do you reckon, Dan? We'll finish this up. We'll wrap it up. Listen to some tunes. Oh, you know it. Um. Well, whew, yeah. here we go. The the money war. Jesus Christ, we've had a few of those in our time. The Money War <laughs> with Miles Away is up right now. Now, this yep. was a, a, a dual pick that we both liked this one. I fucking love a bit of this this vibe, including especially, and I know you like this too because you've told me before, saxophone is your thing. Out of nowhere. Out, out of bloody nowhere comes in. It's got but like it, this smashing pumpkin vibe with a, with a saxophone. It Perfect. worked. Uh, killing it. I'm digging it. I was digging it the whole way. As soon as I listened to it, I'm like, yes, we're on a, we're going to have a good night tonight. We're going to have a good drink and listen to some good <laughs> tunes. And the saxophone solo just, it, it's, it starts you off in the right way. Now, who are the Money War? Well, I'm trying to actually work out where they're from. WA again. Um, again, yep. I don't think we've actually had, I don't think, you know, I don't think we've had a single Melbourne artist this, this week. How fucking shameful is that? But um, <laughs> these guys have been around- since 2016, they've been all over the world playing. Could you would you believe it that they have played both at South by Southwest and Big Sound? That's awesome. That is pretty awesome. So good, it's so good to hear Australian artists doing these sort of gigs. I know. I know. After how many? And I tell you what. Over the past year or so, I've been reading these sob stories about artists that were supposed to play at South by Southwest this last year, mm. the year before, and they couldn't because of the fucking Big C. That's good to hear artists that have actually had a chance to do it. But no, um, great stuff, guys. I, I, I was, I just, I just feel like the, um, the, the production on it because it had that sort of 
that dreamy vibe to it, mm. and it had this yeah, it had an really nice flow to it in terms of the production. So I did really like it. A lot of good blending going on instrumental wise. I was digging it. I was digging. And the last song that we have here is by Mel Bailey, and it's March. Which- well, uh, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I was about to say it's called Bloom, but no, <laughs> that's the name of her EP. I this is the song we picked that's off right. the EP. Uh, her that's sophomore it. EP, her second EP, which is called Bloom. Um, brilliant, brilliant artist. Uh, apparently had an inspiration while she was going on a trip to South America. Uh, I'll let you imagine the rest, but- um, Exactly right. You know what? South America is an interesting continent. It's someplace I want to go to at some point in all seriousness. And I imagine mm-hmm. there, you know, as as the EP is an attestment to, it has certainly inspired the goods, so to speak. Another top song. Another Australian arts killing it with some good music. And it's always good to wrap up the show with that. Now, my God, my God, my God. This had jazz vibes for days and mm. fucking weeks. Uh, that, I don't know, you you heard the you know, the breakdown that goes on in it. About the second mm. half of the song, she keeps repeating the, the lyric. I can't remember the lyric. But, because I don't care. The lyric is, listen, this is, the, this is a really talented thing. When you can... Say words. Words are usually the focus of a song. When you have the instrumental that takes over the focus because of how interesting it is, you know you've done good. You did done good. Mm. Well, and, and Mel Bailey has definitely did done good on this because the jazz percussion on that fucking breakdown in the second half of the song is phenomenal. It isn't at the forefront, it's- and you have to sort of listen a bit behind the production and behind the lyrics, behind the, behind the synths and everything yeah. else going on, but it fucking slaps. It fucking it's slaps. The- that rhythm section just holding it nice and tight together, doing its magic in but the it back. Does, it that's- doesn't. That's the thing. And I don't know how, what, whoever drummed on this song has, my God, done has a chops. fucking, has done a fucking number on this song because it's Absolutely. not in time. It cuts in and out of time. And I don't know how, but it just works. And yeah, great stuff. Um, she's actually been producing with a few people, including Kwame, who is well, Gareth, our station manager, loves a bit of Kwame. Came out with one of his favourite tracks of about, I think it was 2018, with Coffee. But, um, but phenomenal artist and producer in his own right, and good to see him working on other artists' EPs as well. Oh, so I'm not boring you, am I, with my monologue? <laughs> nah. Well, it's maybe it's the alcohol talking, or maybe it's the very late night <laughs> True. Of hours of talking of of recording. But uh, it's it's just um, it's just so good to hear that Australian artists are helping each other, build each other's up, produce each other's tracks, working with each other, and just making good music all together. You know, and getting their music out there, and just like the you know, it's like the other bands playing international and getting the recognition they they deserve over overseas. Exactly. It's so good to hear. Ig fucking exactly. And I tell you what, um, Turch, it's a good point. I think at this point, at this time of night or this time of the episode, sort of tell us about really briefly. So don't fucking prattle on like I am <laughs> about the We Only Do One Take podcast. For those of you that aren't acquainted with the show, what do you do, and where can we find your show? Oh, well, we, well, uh, I am Turch. I am one of the co-hosts of the We Only Do One Take podcast. We claim it to be the only uh, the only podcast in the world that is a complete. Show me and my co-host Kieran, who is the CEO, and 
of the show. We rant about things that annoy us. Dan has come on and ranted quite a bit. We talk about stupid news and then we, sometimes we review comedy. Sometimes we review podcasts. Sometimes we have guests on and we get to talk to them about music stuff or comedians. We do, you know, it's a bit of fun. We get to do talk about things that uh, make us laugh. We try to make each other laugh. And uh, we get to, you know, sometimes come on cool shows like this and we get cool guests on as well. And that's the, you know, and, we're, and you can find us. We used to be on YouTube, but we've officially gotten banned off YouTube. I was going to say, YouTube. wherever you get your podcasts, sans YouTube, because you've been banned exactly off YouTube. Exactly right. <laughs> we have been banned off YouTube for, and if you'd like to know that story, that's a fantastic one. But you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, we're on, and we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can always send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant. You can email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Check us out. We're a bit of fun and we've got a new episode coming out very soon. Hopefully, yeah, as, as you were saying before, hopefully with Gareth because that would be awesome. That, oh, it's going to be a yeah. crossover. I'll be, whoa, I tell you what, get me. I won't even, I won't even speak. If you're going to do it in person, fucking get me just to come along and, and drink because I think that would be a fun little thing to voyeur about, you know, so to as, speak. As soon as we can have people here in the studio yelling into microphones, I cannot wait. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same as doing it over the old stream yard. Um, it's not the same, not the same. But let's listen to these tracks, eh? Very, very shortly. Now, you have skipped the beat just a bit because we've got to tell people where you can Ooh. find this this bloody show. Of course. Like AMR and Bar Talk, we run like fucking butter and bread. You know, you can find Bar Talk socials. We're on Facebook. We've got ourselves a YouTube, not banned yet, um, where you can find all the <laughs> summarised interviews. But apart from that, you can find AMR's socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and we are AMR underscore Australia there. Uh, of course, you can find this particular show right here on australianmusiciansradio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk or shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk or, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure, of course, you go to australianmusiciansradio.com for all AMR content or podcasts, reviews, live interviews, write-ups and all the beautiful stuff that comes with being AMR, I guess. <laughs> Church, my friend, do uh, us the honours. I'm about to go and get hammered right now. The last two songs. <laughs> oh, let me have a look here. We have the very talented up first. The very talented The Money War with Miles Away. And then we're going to get to listen to March by Mel Bailey. <laughs> All here right now on Bar Talk on AMR. Dan, Goodbye. thanks so much for having me, buddy. <laughs> Goodbye, Church. Give me a bedroom, ki- bed night kiss, eh? Oh, beautiful. Spoken like a true Italian. I'm tripping up every time I hear your name. I wonder if I'll feel this again. Uncertainty has me falling on my face over again. I look to Same, you're the real cool type. Don't-
Australian Musicians Radio dot com.